Hello everyone, we are back it again and today we are having a very special guest and she's currently a client of mine who is absolutely just crushing it. Amber Lindley, did I say that last name right? Amber. Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, okay, so but before we, I don't think I actually like has said your name like straight, you know, your last name straight out. I know I just call her Amber. But <laughs> before we do a deep dive into Amber's life and why she's here, I wanted to first, just in case you're new to us, we are The Habit Team. The Habit is a nutrition coaching company made for women by women. Our program is built for you with coaches who put your goals, lifestyle, and personality first. If you want to learn more about us, head to the episode notes or go to thehabit.com, that is habit with a Y, to request more information. So today, like I said, I will be chatting with Amber. And the reason why we wanted to have Amber in our podcast is because we wanted to share her amazing story on how she survived a brain tumor. I know, right? When you hear that, it sounds life-threatening and very serious. And trust me, I would know since I myself have benign pituitary tumor. But again, let's not get into that story, um, which is also why I feel like you know, me and her have this kind of connection, but hers is a completely different story. And that's why she's here to tell us how this all happened and what is she doing now. So before starting to talk about Amber's story, I want to first kind of hear more about her. So I'm just going to go ahead and give the microphone to Amber and let's hear who is Amber Lindley. Hi, Amber. Hi. Um, (laughs) sorry um I am 43 years old mom of four um I was born in Austin Texas um I'm a work stay at home work from home mom since the brain surgery in December of 2021 um my household keeps me pretty busy um but I do enjoy to go out and listen to some live music um, here and there when with my husband, if time allows it. Um, and then in the summertime, we enjoy um, hanging out at the lake or the pool. Yeah. So since I just moved to Texas, Amber, like it has been, well, we're like near, we're, we're near, we're actually in the Gulf. Like it is so humid here. Like I cannot handle this. And it's is horrible. This- like this is summer. <laughs> this, and it's just the beginning of summer. It'll be like this. Oh. Mm, through August for sure um okay (laughs) like I don't even know how people do this no like I know like the lake days usually end um the beginning of October is when people usually stop going to the lake and getting in the water so it'll okay it's oh my god summers like yeah we went to the zoo today and I'm like just sticky and sweating and like my crotch is like sweating and like they're just my, my clothes are like sticking together. I'm like, I don't know how people handle it, but I guess I have to get used to it. <laughs> yeah. If you want to do anything, try to get it done before 9am. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and then that don't go back outside until 8pm. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm like, I can't do anything. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyways, that's like another podcast to talk about the Texas weather, but yes, <laughs> let's go ahead and start. <laughs> start the questions and really get to know Amber a little bit more. So I guess my first question is how did you find out about the habit and why did you start to start the program? Um, I found out about the habit from my cousin, Mary. Um, (laughs) 
Um, she joined, I guess, started working for The Habit now for a few years, I think. Yeah. Um, but I watched her um, transformation happen, and I was very intrigued by it, but I always felt it was too complicated. Um, <laughs> to where I, like, you know, I didn't really have any interest. I was like, yeah, no, that's too hard. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but... Um, what I say? After, then I got an opportunity to, after, you know, having to be staying at home, I got an opportunity to be able to do some back-end work through the habit. And um, I was very, that gave me, I felt an opportunity to want to see what it was about because I didn't want to necessarily work somewhere and not know more about it or what was all involved to, for it. Yeah. So I was like, I kind of want to start my journey also. Um and so that's when, you know, I decided to start. <laughs> and how long has it been now? Has it been? Um, since January. I started in January. Yeah. yeah. Yes. You know, half, half of the year over and done. But, well, I know when, when you told me, you're like, I don't know how long I have with you, but I want to keep going. I was like, oh, my God. I know. Yes, I do. Yes. I mean, like, I'm seeing, I'm seeing the improvements, and I just feel better about myself, and I really like your accountability. You know, you check on me regularly, whether it's yes. text or um, our, you know, weekly calls. So yes, it's been yeah, it's it's been really nice to just get to know clients in a you know that kind of like personal personal way too. And I've definitely we 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 clicked from the very beginning when we you know we first had our first call, just because like I I could relate to what you have again, not to a point where what you had to go through, which then kind of here segues me to how did you hear about this brain tumor or how did you find out, not hear about it? How did you find out about this? Well, I, for like two years, I had this random symptom, like my foot would just randomly like go numb to where I, like I could feel a sensation happening and I knew I needed to sit down because that foot was going to be a dead weight. Um, but it happened so sporadic and random that I never thought anything about it yeah. until November of 2021. It made itself very known. It was um, going, coming like every day, every got every hour, and was coming all the way up my leg. Like the sensation, it was just excruciating. It was weird and then scary. Um, yeah. So that did it I, stop you from doing the things like you enjoy? Well, yeah, well, like it was scary because I was like, be at work, and then all of a sudden I would just have to like brace myself because I could. Oh my gosh, it's happening, and I was used yeah. to it happening, but it would happen every like six months or every. But then oh, when it was coming okay. regularly, like every hour, I was like, okay, something is definitely. Oh my god! Yes, and so that's when I made an ortho appointment. Um, cause I thought maybe it had to do with my spine. Maybe there was something pinched or nerve or, um, and then with my symptoms, he decided to, um, order a lumbar MRI, but then he also wanted okay. to order a brain MRI cause he suspected MS. Yeah. Okay. And then, um, literally within 30 minutes of coming home from my MRI, the doctor's calling me to let me know that I didn't have MS. But that I did, in fact, have a brain tumor, um, and which was very jaw-dropping. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so he said that he uh, would have the neurosurgeon will be calling me by the end of the day. Okay. 
that quick. It that was like, quick. Yes. And by yeah. 8 p.m. is when the neurosurgeon called. Um, and he was talking more about the tumor and the MRI. And he said it wasn't necessarily the tumor that he was concerned about, but it was the swelling. The swelling. Mm, in, the, in your brain? Yes. So it was the swelling surrounding the tumor that was then causing all the symptoms to happen. And so that's the urgency. That was what created the urgency for me having a surgery within a week of finding out I had a tumor. Oh my God. Okay. So it was because of how bad so the So did you have was. to drop like your life pretty much? Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty you were much working, like, right? Yeah. I had to stop working because I couldn't drive. Um, and then after, of course, after surgery, I still couldn't drive for a long time. Um, I still feel like um, residuals. I feel like my foot is still just a constant numb. Um, it's hard to explain and I've had multiple tests done and we can't figure out why. Um, but, um, I try not to let that get in the way of life too much. And so how, like, how, how was the surgery and like, how was the recovery after? Um, the surgery, he said the surgery went smooth. Like he said, he sliced and diced and it just fell out. Um, so that was a plus. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he did say that there's still like a little bit there that's connected to like my sagittal sinus. Um, but he doesn't, he doesn't want to, um, touch that because like one mistake and you know, that's the, that's what carries your blood to and from like your brain. And so if he were to make a mistake, that's, I would not make it. Um, so, um, I did have like my yearly MRI just recently. grown. So, so yeah, so that's a plus. Like he said, if that area did grow, they would more than likely would have done like radiation or, um, something along those lines for that particular part of the tumor. But so far that hasn't grown. Um, but so the surgery went well, the recovery in the hospital, everything was good. Um, trying to regain strength to walk and all that because the tumor was on my fine motor skills. And so therefore like having to, I had to use a walker for a little bit to like kind of, um, okay. remember walking and stuff like that. Um, wow. but I feel like physically, how long did that take? It didn't take too long. Oddly. Um, like, uh, to think okay. that I literally went in, had surgery and then was home like three days later. Um, I was, I was shocked. Yeah. Okay. I was shocked by that. Um, but I feel like I, I had more effects with the, like mental health aspect of it, of Absolutely. losing things like, you know, I wasn't working anymore. Um, I couldn't yeah. drive and just, you know, I felt like I lost a part of me and I don't, I felt like I wasn't the right same person and that nobody understood. Absolutely. And because they didn't, they didn't know how long you've had it either, right? Yeah, they don't know. So I'm assuming when the first symptoms happened, like two years previous is probably like the start of it. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. To where now I know. That's a long time. Yes, yes. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I know now I, I'm still scared to go. I hate the doctor, but now I find I think <laughs> I'll, prob- I'll probably go a little sooner if I have any weird symptoms. Yeah, yeah. So how long do you or how many how often would you have to go and get an MRI? I have to get an MRI yearly. Um, just, and then I, I'm, I'm assuming at some point it might change to, you know, like say I go and then they detect something and then it might change to lower 
Or if I go a certain amount of years and it's not coming back, then I might get moved to like every two years, you know? So I'm sure that all weighs in on Uh, it. And I know you mentioned, you know, more than anything, it probably hit you more like mentally and, you know, just because, I mean, it's a life changing event that was kind of just dropped on you out of nowhere. You know, what, what was your first initial thoughts after hearing it? Um, I honestly, I had some pretty morbid thoughts. Um, (laughs) I thought, you know, this was a life or death situation. Like I, my, you know, thought I was going to not make it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, brain surgery is like, you hear that and you're, yeah, like, you know, your jaw just drops and you're like, oh God, are you going to be okay? And I mean, I hate to admit to this part. Part of me was very shallow about it. I was very concerned of how much of my hair they were going to shave. Like, and did they I, shave I a lot? I was trying to prepare, like I wanted to prepare myself, you know, of what I was going to wake up to. Like, am I, where, where's yeah. the decision yeah. going to be? And to see if I could, you know, um, Sally, that was a big cover it. Yes. Yes. Trying to figure out, do I need to buy certain things to make me feel better afterwards? Like certain hats or did I need to go to my hair hair lady and have her give me a like a rock star haircut you know to where I was prepared but um I definitely wasn't like expecting to still have all my hair and I just had like a princess crown cut from one side to the other it was like a headband shaved off my head so I had hair in the front and yeah the grow back process was eventful (laughs) It was yeah. just like, st- I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Cause I forget. Cause you would have to, they, did they shave your entire head or just no, like part of just it? Just like a headband. To. Okay. So just like this. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> well, besides that, like you coming, coming back to that, you did, do you feel like because of what you have gone through that you have kind of given up on yourself or would you say that after I had right right after it happened yeah I was I was probably pretty down a lot um I'm I'm sure a lot of it had to do with the meds too (laughs) um that's true they were pretty potent and I remember trying to wean myself off of them very early on because I thought they were making me go crazy um but then I ended up having to get back on them because um I got to a point where I couldn't tolerate the pain with just Tylenol um so okay. are you still on them now oh no 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 thank okay. goodness <laughs> good, good. yes uh <laughs> no um but yeah so um I, I mean other than that like just me- like mentally emotionally it took a toll I felt like I lost friends I lost my job I lost the my yeah. freedom yeah. you know and then you just allow yourself to go down 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 which I mean I did yeah so it took me a hot minute to get myself back out. Look, I feel like, you know, something life-changing like that, sometimes it really, I mean, I guess it would be for per person to person, like it hit you differently. Like one person can be like, oh my God, I'm just going to completely change my life. Or, you know, this is like my second chance, right? Um, did you Did you feel like that was like the opposite for you in a way? Or was it because it the aftermath was what? I think it was more of the aftermath and that made me more down, you know, like, yeah, yeah. I hate, like, I hate to say, like, I had thoughts of wishing the doctor had accidentally nicked something sometimes, you know, because I feel like my change, my life did change worse in the very beginning, you know, but, you know, looking back now, I'm glad he didn't. (laughs) 
Uh, yes, absolutely. So with where I am now <laughs> with my mental health compared to where I was yeah. right when it happened, you know, so. That's good. And I mean, it sound, I mean, obviously, you know, with getting to know you as my client, I feel like I've gotten to know you in a way, you know, will, will, you, will you text me if you've had a bad day and, and when life happens, right, it's, it's going to be part of it, but I feel like you come back out of it and stronger than ever. And you feel, I feel like the habits that you have gained from doing the program is really starting to become part of your life. So, I mean, you know, since doing the program, what lifestyle changes have you, you started to implement and how, how has habit and and macros in general changed your life? Well, I feel, um, like I'm more aware of what I'm putting like in my body. Like there's certain things I'm like, I'll eat something that I'm thinking it's like healthy or whatnot. And then I'm like, Oh wow. That has that just that small (laughs) amount of that creates that. Um, so I, I'm aware more. I see now what's in things. Um, I've started, I used to walk before and run, to where now I've implemented my walking that, that I feel that's helped out a lot. Um, another bonus of, I feel like having a better, healthier lifestyle, counting my macros is it's I've officially this time, I feel like it's for real, um, off my blood pressure (laughs) medicine. Like I haven't taken it in three weeks. Um, so I I feel like that amazing. Yes. And like, I have never had blood pressure issues until I found out like close to the surgery timeframe. All of a sudden I had high blood pressure and yes. So that's another big bonus for me. Uh, yeah, that is something to celebrate. Yes. Um, so I, I'm very happy with that. I'm happy with the results that I finally, you know, wasn't seeing at first that y'all were, yeah. but finally like my last picture, I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. You've, you have changed completely. Oh and yeah. I even, yeah. I put a picture together of like last year when my son graduated high school yes. and then this past, yeah. when my nephew was graduating, I wore the same outfit. I was like, holy moly, <laughs> look at this. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> So, and it's very uplifting. Good. It's like, wow, I did that, you know, and. Absolutely. And, and I know we always say, right, like it's, it's, you shouldn't put a timeline in, in something like this because this is a lifelong journey of finding, finding healthy and finding sustainable lifestyle that you can, you know, keep with you for a long period of time. And I feel like, again, you know, you're we've talked about this plenty and you're going to have good days and bad days and you just have to keep going. And I think that that's what separates you from, from people is, or, you know, from others is that you keep going regardless of when it's tough, you keep going. And that's what is going to, it's, that's something that I'm going to keep telling you (laughs) as, as long as you have me as a coach to, you know, to continue doing what you can. And, um, you know, knowing that there are people around you that love you and support you. So I guess, you know, t- kind of getting into um, towards the end of here, my, my last question is what advice would you give to someone that may be going through a life-changing moment or, you know, a, I mean, whether it's health-related or whether it's something else? Um, well, I would just say, like, just take that first step. That first initial step is scary. It's you. It's the unknown. But once you take those yeah. steps and you follow through, like, 
it's not as, you know, it's not as complex as it looks and it's, it's mind over matter, you know, if you, yeah. if you're willing yeah. to, there's, there's a way, you know, um, I a hundred percent agree. What is it? I did see this quote that I, I saved for this purpose that I thought kind of fit. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't. <laughs> but it was like, let's hear it. Don't give up because of one bad chapter in your life. Keep going. Your story is not over. Um, I feel like that really um, encompassed how I feel and the motivation that I have. Absolutely. And I 100% agree. You know, like, that chapter has now closed and now you're opening a brand new one and I'm here for it. I'm having popcorn and just reading through the chapters. <laughs> yes, yes. Awesome. Well, you, uh, the one thing I would tell you about Amber is like when we first started guys, like she's like, I don't know how to get my protein. And now she is going above and beyond her protein. And I'm so proud. It was like, it was much meat. <laughs> Yeah. And like, it was, what well, it took was three, four weeks to really like kind of get, get the know, hang get of going, it. Right? Yes. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. So, but she didn't, she didn't stop. I didn't let her stop and she kept going and you know, just like what her quote said, just keep going. <laughs> yes. Just keep going. Um, just keep swimming. Exactly. <laughs> well, for my closing notes, I wanted to thank you, Amber, for taking the time to share with us your story. I know you have a lot of life stuff happening in the background there, but thank you for taking this time and sharing this because I know Amber's journey serves as a testament to the incredible power of resilience and not giving up. Despite this life-changing event, she has not only triumphed over adversity, but is now actively taking steps towards her healthier life. She hasn't, I don't know if she has um, actually has heard me say all this through her, but hopefully I'm going to make her cry. I'm just kidding. <laughs> through her experience, I hope that you, we are reminded of the importance of cherishing our health and embracing each day as an opportunity for growth and transformation. Amber's story inspires us to never lose hope, to persevere in the face of adversity, and to constantly strive for better physical and mental well-being. Very important. Um, we hope that Amber's journey serves as a reminder that there is always a light at the end of the tunnel. Amber, you are a true inspiration, and we hope that your story has inspired you towards your own path to health and happiness. Join us next time with Coach Carly and Steph and myself as we talk about at-home programming workouts and different ways you can succeed with working out at home. Amber, I wanted to say thank you again for taking the time doing this. Um, is there anything else that you want to let our listeners Just know? take that Just first step. It's, it's worth it. It's <laughs> worth it. Just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> well, until then, keep doing the damn thing, ladies and gentlemen, and making every day count. Remember that you have the power to choose how to live your life. So choose wisely and choose with your health in mind. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you soon.